everyone. Welcome back to another ESL podcast or Facebook page uh, or whatever you're watching this on. I just want to say thank you so much for tuning into this. And guys, we're going to be discussing a part two. That's right. Your host, me. I'm going to be doing a part two today for you guys. And I'm really excited about this because a lot of you have been asking me, okay, how can I go about making this better? Man, I have been talking to, I've been speaking to so many students over the past probably, oh my God, week. It's been up to like 25 or 30 students already. And in part two, I find the similar trend. And one is storytelling. So if you're intermediate and above, which a lot of you are, okay, you should be able to storytell. Do not say the questions individually. That's number one. Number two, it's all about structure. So I want you to think in multiples of two. And this is what I've been telling a lot of people in my consultations. Think in multiples of two, like two big supporting details that you want to explain about, you know, what it is you're going to be talking about. You could also think in twos when it comes to your part three. So that's very, very valuable feedback. And that's very valuable information for a lot of people out there. Okay. So make sure, again, you check that, um, you follow those guidelines and it's all about just bringing that cohesion and coherence into your talk. Because again, if you're able to bring in that cohesion and that coherence, it makes life a heck of a lot easier. And it gives it your part two or whatever it is you're speaking would pack a powerful punch. I just realized that wearing these lined shirts in video, they look so crazy. So I apologize, guys. I look like one of those warped little thingies. Nonetheless, <sighs> let's get into this. Guys, we got a part two. This is one I just coached uh, someone from Pakistan on. And I wanted to do this because, again, this is really, really important for me. This is an important topic. And this is something that a lot of you can learn from. I want you guys to learn. Again, I'm going to show you one phase, which is the note taken, how I take the notes. And then after that, Listen to my verbiage, listen to my tenses, listen to my vocabulary, listen to my overall pronunciation, which includes the rhythm, the intonation, the emphatic stress. Listen to everything within my talk. I want you to take note. And when you're taking those notes, again, no, you're not going to be like me, okay? You're not going to sound like me, nor would I want you to sound like me. You put it into what you do and how you sound okay so and saying that let's go over this part two describe a friend of your family you remember from your childhood so what i would do again and what i like to show a lot of my students is this what what is going on here okay uh uh, uh all right forget it mrs wesley okay and then what i would put here is supporting detail a and b now again it says who the person was Okay, right off the back, Mrs. Wesley. How your family knew this person, okay? Well, my mom had originally met her. Ah, past perfect already. And then I met her, following up with the past simple, which is the event after the event that happened previously in 1999, okay? How often this person visited our family? Well, normally once a year during the holidays. And then I have to put the bulk of what I'm going to talk about in. Now, I'm going to tell this in a very storytelling way, right? But what I want you guys to do when you're taking notes, it has to be quick, okay? Depending on what country you're in, if they actually give you the full minute, 
that's fantastic. But unfortunately in Thailand, you have examiners that really don't care. They'll give you 30 seconds and they'll say, okay, hurry up, let's go. You know what I mean? So depending on what country you're in, the examiners are hit and miss, okay? Hit or hit and miss. <laughs> they're hit or miss. In Thailand, they're hit and miss. But nonetheless, um, well, completely miss as a matter of fact. Um, so in saying that, Roman numeral one, A, so what I would do for the bulk of my talk, because I know that I'm already going to cover the how your family knew this person, do not reiterate the topic. That's tip number one. Tip number two, do not reiterate any of the subtopics. Tell it in a storytelling way. You're going to hear me do this. And remember why you remember this person. She took us in her enthusiasm for living. Okay, there it is. Those are the notes I'm going to take. So it's that quick. I know a lot of you are like, oh my God, how are you going to do this? Because I remember everything so vividly because I'm a visual person. So I'm going to remember all of the events and it's just going to flow in alignment. So here we go. What I'm going to do, I'm going to get this timer. Okay. And this timer is going to be uh, obviously a minute and a half to two minutes. So I must... Again, hit around that time or maybe one, in, one minute and 45 seconds, two minutes. But me being a podcaster, being a coach, being someone who loves to speak, I have a tendency of putting in a lot of details that don't necessarily relate to the overall body of my work. That's another thing you have to be very, very weary about. Have that thesis and have those supporting casts, okay? Because if you go from giving support and talking about influence and then talking about ice cream, you just added an example that doesn't relate to the overall body of work. So you can actually take out some of those. This is what some of those books actually talk about and provide. So keep that in mind also. So with that being said, it's Arsenio time. So I'm going to talk about Mrs. Wesley. Mrs. Wesley is one of the most personable, benevolent spirits I've ever met in my life. She's loud. She's audacious. I'm using big words. Don't worry. Uh, but she loves to live. The first time I met Miss Wesley uh, or Mrs. Wesley was at the doorstep of her home. Now, my mom had originally met her years prior to that. They lived together during the complete you know, debacle of the mother-father relationship, right? And I say that with ever so respect. Um, and so what ended up happening was I ended, me and my siblings, we got dropped off on the doorstep by my father at this lady's house. She opened the door. She said, hello, uh, children, how can I help you? I said, we're here for our mother. What's your mother's name? Jasmine Buck. And then she yelled, she was like, Jasmine, your children are here. And so my mom came to the door, she ran to the door, she was crying, she was so happy. And that's when I officially began living with my mother again from 1999 onward until I went off to college, Australia, and now here in Thailand. And the reason why I remember her so much is that she took us in when the abandonment happened. My father said, I don't want you children anymore, you go back with your mother. She took us in, she did not have to take us in. So she taught me a life lesson that you have to be willing to accept people regardless of the circumstances. Although you know that you have your own kids to take care of, you have to be open to letting people in, to helping individuals. Two, she was, uh, she's a nurse. 
she was a nurse at my alma mater high school, Rancho High School in Las Vegas. And she was always loud. You could hear her from the other side of campus. Why? Because she loved living. She could come into our home during the holidays and just make everyone erupt into laughter. She was one of the most beautiful souls and continues to be today. And I'm very grateful for that. And that's who I have spoken about. Bam! Two minutes and three seconds. What you're going to do, okay, you're going to go through. Now, again, I'm a little scared to go back into my own listening, right? But for those of you out there, you guys are going to go in and you're going to say, okay, he talked about this. He talked about that. He fulfilled everything. Her enthusiasm and she took us in. I gave a life lesson with the she took us in. And also, I could have added in the life lesson with the B. Her enthusiasm is probably what has given me my passion for coaching, for teaching, for speaking, for helping humanity, right? So, again, I could have added that in, but I was already at two minutes and three seconds. So, I hurry up and wanted to uh, cut it off. Now, I'm not telling you guys to be like me. I'm just telling you that if you follow that structure and that storytelling and going from event to event, it's all good. Pick a spot in the, on the examiner's face because the examiner, sometimes they don't like to agree with you or whatever it may be. And they might go like this or do this and take notes. Don't care about them. Pick a spot on their forehead and focus on that forehead. Do not look into the eyes of that human being. Look right at the forehead and say, I will not let you destroy my talk by you making a reaction because you don't agree with what I have to say. Got it? So guys, that's a very quick video in terms of how you could take notes, how you could structure your talk, the art of storytelling, and how to go from event from event. So if you guys are interested, again, free consultations are still going. If for any of you out there who are watching this and have watched this all the way through, uh, reach out to me, Facebook, uh, Instagram, wherever you're watching this, YouTube. Um, and again, yes, coaching is available. If you guys need some accelerated coaching just before your exam, or if you're looking for online IELTS classes, that's going to be starting up within a couple of weeks. So in saying that, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And that is my part two. Arsenio is here. <gasps> Whew. We're going to be having a big lesson coming up tomorrow. So you better stay tuned for that. I'm your host, as always, over and out.